Welcome everyone to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast brought to you by Everbowl Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices so that you can market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. What's going on everybody? Welcome to the MetSpa Accelerator podcast. And to this new year. Oh my God, <laughs> it's 2020. Yes, the first official week of 2020. If you're like most of our clients, you were out on vacation up until this week. Yes, <laughs> oh God, can you believe that? It's, it's 2020. It's 2020. It's the new decade. It's incredible to think back to everything that yeah. w- happened this year. Yet alone, the entire decade, it's insane. <laughs> uh, Lisa and I were um, going to visit his parents, and they mm-hmm. live like an hour away or something. Um, and we were just talking about everything that we've done in a decade, and we were like, we were such babies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. And then there was that whole trend going on of like putting your pit, your like your picture ten year self ago, or ten year ago self. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to your you know current, today right your yeah. current picture. I'm like oh my gosh like. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> wow. So funny. It's uh, amazing. Yeah. Yes. So I'm excited. Yeah, I'm definitely you. excited for 2020. I'm excited for this new decade. Uh, we definitely got some really great content yes. prepped for you guys. We got planned. Um, for this coming year, and we're excited to be bringing you guys this new content. So thank mm-hmm. you so much for sticking with us um, as we kind of go into this new year. And again, don't forget to like us, to review, leave us a review, leave us follow, a yeah, leave us a comment, follow us on YouTube, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to the podcast. And let us know how you're liking it. Yeah, we'd yeah, love let's... to know. What is it that you're having trouble with? What do you want to know more of? What do you want us to talk about? Yeah. Or if you even want to be on the podcast. If you want to be on the podcast, yes. let us know. So we're, yeah, so we're excited about that. We're also really excited because look at what we're wearing. What? We got Patient Gem <laughs> swag. So as you guys know, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Patient Gem, which is the tool that we use for marketing automation, two-way text messaging, email marketing, you're uh, managing your opportunities pipeline, like your your CRM. Uh, all the things. Everything, review <laughs> management, everything. Yes. So we got some cool shirts. So for all of our clients who's, you know, kind of join Patient Gem, they'll be getting some cool swag coming uh, at them through mail. So we're yes. excited about that. If you want one, let us know. I know. <laughs> we so should funny. make some uh, some uh, Metsball Accelerator shirts too. I don't know why Ooh. we hadn't thought of that. <laughs> and mugs. I'm always with my mug in the oh, show. Yeah. We should probably have Definitely. one by now. Yeah. So if you're watching this on YouTube and you're checking out our shirts, let us know below. Yeah, let us know what you think. Like, would you actually wear it? Like, yes. be honest. <laughs> yes. Let us know. All right, guys. So without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. What we got for you guys is the five things to make your, tw- I'm sorry, to make 2020 your best year yet. Yes. All right. We're really excited about this. We were talking about all the things that you could do, but there are so many, but oh, we gosh. had to narrow it down to five. Yeah, we had, like, well, yeah. Five of the most important ones. Yeah, five, and then we were like, you know what? We need to add a bonus in there yes. because there's just one more that we felt really strongly about. And so make sure to stay and watch or listen to the end of the video so you can get that bonus, yes. uh, you know, that we have planned for you guys as well. Um so let's go ahead and dive right in. What is the first one? So the first one is plan ahead and set your goals. 
Oh gosh, so if important. Yeah. Yes, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know how big we are on planning and setting yeah. goals and we talk about it again and again. And um, it, it's just that important because it gives you that, um, you know, where, where to start. Like if yeah. you don't have a goal, you don't know what you're going to be doing. You don't know what you're walking towards. Yeah. And they are different than resolutions. I feel like resolutions for the new year is always like a thing. Yeah. But let's be honest. Like, do you really, <laughs> you know, actually do something for that? And if you change that resolution to an actual goal, I feel like you have this mindset of like, this yeah. is what I'm going yeah, towards. Yeah, I think you put yourself better in position for, mm-hmm. uh, for success, right? And Definitely. so we're actually... Um, there's a little subset of an episode we're going to do uh, moving forward here, and I'll talk about that in, in a second. But, I mean, like Bailey said, we definitely want to make, number one, about planning ahead mm-hmm. and, and setting your goals. And, I mean, it's something super basic and simple, but you'd be surprised how many people we talk to a lot of the times and I ask them, well, what is the goal? And a lot of times they just don't know or yeah. they don't. They have a vague idea of what their yes. goals are. And so we want to encourage you to really take the time and assess the previous year, so 2019, right? How did you do? And you can look mm-hmm. at it from different standpoints, but you can look at it from a revenue standpoint. How much money did your business make? You can look at it at like, you know, how many maybe technologies did you acquire or were you able to grow a specific service or technology that you recently acquired? Maybe you're looking at it from a team point standpoint or you maybe you were able to build your operations, right? So look, look at where, obviously, where you're at right now, and then where do you want to go in the next year, right? I think that's so important. Uh, yeah, 100%. And so the way that we do it here at Everbull and that we train our clients to do it is that you obviously set your year goal, and then you break that into chunks, right? Now, then from there, you look at, okay, well, how can I divide this on a quarterly basis and set goals per my quarter? And you look at it like at a, prog- like at a progression yeah. Right. So like what what step number one, step number two, three and four. And you to kind of put those. Yeah. And you put that as far as quarterly goals. And then now it's just not such a big goal that you're kind of looking at and you have no idea how you're going to you know solve. Yeah. But you kind of, you know, put it, put, make it into chunks and you figure out what needs to go first. So that you can get to that ultimate goal. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. And I love that, too, what you said, because um, a lot of the, th- the times is that people, when they know what they want to do, but there is no way to measure that. Yeah. And I think like having a measurable goal is so important because it gives you that, again, that standpoint of like, where am I going to go and how am I going to get there? For sure. So having those like already numbers and looking at the past and looking at what you did and how can you improve from there? Yeah. And so one of the things that also we kind of like to look at as well is like, where are you at within your business? We've identified four different stages and then depending on, for of growth and depending on which stage Mm -hmm. you're in then there's certain things that you need to do to get to stage two three or four right and so um that also kind of goes in line with your goals we're actually going to do another episode on that specifically so make sure that you you know obviously you know subscribe right and stay tuned uh because that one's going to be really cool and we're going to give you actionable advice and goals that you should be setting yourself depending on where you're at within your business and usually it has a lot to do with like where you're at revenue wise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't really, you know, it's, you're not, you can't run before you're crawling, you know? <laughs> yes. right? And so you have to kind of take it step by step. But in talking about goals, like there's certain different things that you can outline. So like I said earlier, you can look at it from a revenue standpoint, you can look at, 
okay, well, what are my, do I have my operations in place? I want to, you know, by the end of this year, I want to have my entire operations in place so that when I hire new people, we're going to onboard them like that. Or it can be something in regards to, you know, like I said earlier, bringing on a new technology, you know, different things like that. You can kind of set yeah. those goals so that you can work mm-hmm. towards accomplishing and, them. And you can even set goals further away. Uh, so it doesn't have to be just the one year. But what do you want to do in the business like five, ten years yeah. from now? Removing yourself from the business. Right. You know what I mean? Or if like wanna... certain tasks that you don't want to do anymore and mm-hmm. hiring somebody for that type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. You, you stole the uh, words I'm from I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's that. good. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, no, exactly like that. So it's just really important to also see that five to ten year picture because that way you can also, like you say, um, reverse engineer it into Mm -hmm. what is your one year goal? Like what do you need to do to be doing right now and in this year for you to get to that goal in five to ten years? Definitely. So number number two. two. Yeah. Okay. So number two is creating content, reusing it and repurposing Mm -hmm. it. guys. So. Again, like as you guys know, we're really big on content marketing. You know, like I've said before, right now in this industry specifically, there's a lot of misconceptions uh, about the technology that is out there as far as like what what is the best technology to solve my problem, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. um, you know, whether it's fat reduction, whether it's uh getting rid of uh, you know, certain skin uh issues, different things like that, Wrinkle, right? Cellulite, yeah. skin tightening. And so mm-hmm. that presents the unique opportunity for you to create content so that you can establish yourself as the market authority in your local area. So creating content and then also reusing it is another yeah. big thing. If you already have content that you've created before, you know, I was talking to a, a prospect one time and she was doing a really good job of creating content, but like nobody would see it. Yeah. <laughs> so every time you post something, only 30% if that yeah. uh, of your audience actually sees it. So yeah. it is important. Even if, uh, And we've said this before in the podcast, even if you feel yourself being repetitive, it's okay because, because not, not everybody, <laughs> yes, not you're not. Yeah. And you need to tell people this again and again, just so they can actually grasp the content and to get that relationship going. So content creation is so important. It started like in 2018 was like when everybody kind of really started to grasp that. And don't feel too that like because there is so much out there that, oh, well, there's already a video on Botox. Why do I need to make one? Because it's not you. Yeah, because it's not you on that video. <laughs> yes. And you need to make sure that you're targeting the audience that is around you. So yeah. as much as I want to see a cool sculpting video made by art, like the brand cool sculpting, if I see one from somebody that's in my local area, it is more than likely that I'm going to go end up going there because sure. I feel like I can trust them. They know the technology, they know what they're talking about, yeah. and I'm going to trust them with my face or body. For sure. And that's the thing, like when they start seeing you in camera, you're they're going to start to feel an affinity and a loyalty towards mm-hmm. you, right? Because yes. you, you without knowing it, you're building all this trust and credibility. So when they come and see you, they're going to feel like they already know you, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like such an interesting thing that happens when it comes to like videos and other stuff. You don't know who's at the other end of the camera, right? Just like we don't know, you know <laughs> that you guys are out there, but we believe it and we've seen it, right? But that's like the best thing because now it's like there, there's this sense of that the people that are watching these videos, right, or, or listening, 
start to have an affinity, a loyalty towards you, and they start to see you as the expert that you are. And that's what I tell people all the time. Like, you're already an expert at what you do. The mm -hmm. problem is that how do we get that, you know, outside of these four walls that you've built for yourself? You know, a lot of people mm -hmm. struggle with that. And, yeah. and really, it goes back down to creating content. Mm -hmm. And like we said, like it's not just about uh, creating content again and again and putting yourself in that position of stress because yeah. you feel like you have to be creating all this content, but reusing it and repurposing it again and again. So making sure that you, even if you plan a couple of videos a year, then um, you know you can still keep working on that. Yeah, and so the whole thing about repurposing, guys, is actually pretty awesome because I'll give you an example. We went to go shoot a video for some videos for some of our clients, and I think we shot like, we had like eight scripts or so. Mm -hmm. I don't even think we got through all of them. But out of those eight videos, we actually end up creating about like 35 videos because we yes. repurposed them. And so, so that same video, we repurposed it for Facebook, for Instagram, for Instagram stories, for YouTube. For their we, website. Yeah, for their website. We did a five minute video. We did a 30 second video. You know, we did a two minute video. Like, so there's clips. so much stuff. Yeah, clips, right? So there's so many different things that you can do to to repurpose that content so that you can really squeeze the juice out of it all right number three is going to be encouraging and nurturing your staff members guys so this we've is huge. yeah so we've had a few episodes talking about you know how important it is to train your staff and really nurturing them because you know they are kind of like the you know the face of your business right mm -hmm. you know obviously they're helping you do so much in your business yes. so it's just super important that they stay motivated and excited about what they're doing day in and day out you know mm -hmm. and so a lot of that times it's about doing additional training go taking them on retreats treating them well taking them out you know as ways to encourage them or you know obviously make them feel happy about where they work at you know yeah uh, so that's just going to be we've seen a, a huge difference yeah. within our own company oh, for sure. the way we have we've built our team the way we've brought the experts into the air the each of their area they love what they do already it's just a matter of encouraging them giving them the right tools that they need yeah. to make sure that they do their best work and in the end it's just going to be a lot better for your clients to come in and kind of see that they're going to feel that in the environment. Definitely. So yeah, so I mean, we can't really stress that one enough. That one's really, really important for really mm -hmm. any business because mm -hmm. you can't, you know, you can't grow by yourself, right? You need, you need yeah. to have a solid team that's going to be behind you helping you take your business forward. Right. And this goes along too with your goals. So maybe in your one-year goal, five-year goal, 10-year goal, you want to either step out of your business or if you want to have a bigger team, this yeah. will definitely have to be involved somehow. So making sure that you spend the time to get to know your staff, what is it that they need, what you can supplement, what you need to make sure that they know so you can get to that goal, whether again, it's yeah. stepping back, and, selling it. And, and going back on stepping back what Billy says like I mean obviously you're kind of in a place right now depending on where you're at in your in those four different stages that I talked about in your business where you might be doing everything and so mm -hmm. obviously the goal as a business owner is that you want to step away from you know doing the day-to-day -day tasks yeah. right so part of your yearly goal can be that we you know obviously I want to step away um, so then what is stepping away look like you know what are some of the things that you want to hand off to other people and then mm -hmm. once you've done that, now you know what type of person you need to hire so that they can kind of take over those different roles that you're currently doing right now. Yeah. And and again, like even for us, like Billy and I, 
when we started in 2019, we were a, a three-man going into a four-man team. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so, so well, you know, ending 2018, starting 2019, we mm-hmm. were a three-slash-four-man because we, we had just hired our fourth person, but they weren't mm-hmm. starting till January 2019. Um, and so we said, you know what, by the end of the year, we want to be, uh, we want to have six people we ended the year with having nine people, guys. <laughs> so yes. we were super excited, obviously, we, you know, because, you know, that was kind of like one of the goals that we had in mind. But we knew what we wanted to look for and we knew in what kind of what progression mm-hmm. we needed to bring people in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely something to look at. And I feel like that's sometimes at. a little bit hard, especially when you're a solopreneur or entrepreneur. Yeah. You want to do everything and you feel like you have to do everything because nobody else can do it like you. Right. But that's not true. And that's something I have, I've had, had to learn as well. Um, yeah. Where do I want to go? Where are my talents best spent at? And mm-hmm. then bring in somebody that can do what I can do or how can I teach them? Which kind of goes into our next point which is operations yeah so making sure that everything that you are doing to the in the day-to-day and you want to end up handing out to somebody or something that your staff is already currently doing putting that into your standard operating procedures making Mm -hmm. sure it's in a handbook in some sort of way that you can teach somebody else even if that staff member ends up leaving for whatever reason you can you know, make quickly sure on board. right, yeah. yeah, quickly on board somebody else. Yeah, so hundred percent, guys. So no, point number four is to work on your operations. Right, you need to have the systems in place to, uh, like Billy said, when somebody leaves or when somebody comes in, you can quickly onboard them into your company ethos. Uh, you can upboard them into how you do yeah. things specifically in your business because that's what sets your business apart. Completely. How, yeah, how you set yourself. Apart, it really goes back down to how you do things specifically in your business, right? Mm-hmm. And so you want to make sure that that stuff is being uh, passed down to your staff members so they can make sure they get it right 100% of the time. And a lot of the times it's just a checklist of things they should be doing when certain scenarios happen in your business, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so make sure to do take the time to sit down yeah. and list all the things when, even when little problems arise, how do yeah. you handle those? How do you want them to be handled? Yeah. And some of the things that people have had trouble with, your staff members that they're constantly asking questions about, those are things that you do not need to be answering a thousand times a day. It's yeah. something that they can quickly learn and ask the next person or already teach the next person what's. 100%. So so that's really good. So part of having SOPs, right, standard operational procedures, is going to be creating systems to have uh, more efficiency within your organization. Because so patient gen comes in, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's mainly because you, like I said, you want to have efficiency. Now there's certain mm-hmm. things in your business that a human should be doing, and there's certain things that you probably have a human doing right now. That you shouldn't have, you know, yes. uh, and that again, that's just going to create efficiency and, yeah. you know, going to make your the the person that you have doing specific things kind of f- focus more on profit um, uh, producing tasks. OK, right. so that's another big important thing. So that goes as part of your operations, creating systems in place mm-hmm. to have better at the end of the day, marketing automation in your business. And yeah. so we've done a few episodes on that on you know the different type of operational procedures we have the episode that we did on your patient acquisition journey mm-hmm. that is basically one 
you know, SOP that you should have within your business of what are your best practices, different things like that. So make sure you check out that episode. Yeah, um, yeah you just need to use technology to your advantage. Yeah. There's so much out there and so many things. I'm still amazed at so many things that can be automated with just yeah. a click of a button and use your people's talents and what they really need to be focusing on instead of like doing it day to day and it's such a manual manual task that Mm -hmm. they shouldn't be spending any time on yeah i'll give you a really good example we were actually on one of our bi-weekly calls with our client uh today and one of the things that we uh realized was that after somebody ends up purchasing a treatment in her business three seven and i think 14 days after they actually just text them or they call them just to see how they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, how everything, how the how they feel, how the procedure has gone, so on and so forth. And mm-hmm. so what we identified is that they were doing that manually and that they didn't need to be, especially yeah. if they're doing it through text message. With Patient Gem, you can automate a follow-up, you know, three days later, just saying, hey, just wanted to check in with you, see how you were doing. And it's super personal and it's accomplishing the task of them having to go in and ma- and remember to follow up with these people they don't have to do that anymore like the system will automatically do that and once somebody responds then they'll they'll reply back to them but they don't have to go in there and manually type that message every single time yeah you know and it's something else that you have on the back of your head that oh my god i need to do that i need to do that and then so many daily tasks come come up that you end up forgetting and you don't give the personalized and experience that you want for every single client right? 100% so that's a really good example so that's number four work on your operations and your systems mm-hmm. and guys number five which is going to be super important once you're kind of in a good place that you have the foundations you have the team now you're in a place to really start scaling your business what you're going to need is a predictable way to acquire new patients on a consistent and perpetual uh, basis, basis okay Um, So obviously, you know, you want to make sure that you have good systems and good marketing campaigns that you know that every time you spend X number of dollars, you're going to get a new patient and that patient is going to spend X dollars on average with you. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you know, it's going to cost you a hundred dollars to bring in a new patient. And on average, that patient is going to spend five hundred dollars with you. Okay, that's what you want to try to acquire. That way, you know, that is predictable every time you put in a hundred bucks. You know, so that's the thing. Like, if I have this system, then I know what it's going to take to scale, right? Mm-hmm. I know that I just have to put in a hundred dollars every time I want to get it, I get a new patient, and then that's you know, but and that's what you want to get to, yeah. right? So if you're actually working with a marketing company or you are doing this yourself, you should ask yourself that: How much money do I have to put every time so I can get a new? Um, customer and if they can't answer that then you should really take a look at what they're doing (laughs) (laughs) yeah and definitely come talk to us right after (laughs) (laughs) yes Uh, so really guys I mean that's really what you need to do to kind of take your business to the next level now in Mm -hmm. addition to obviously uh, uh, figuring out a way to acquire new patients on a consistent basis you also want to not only obviously focus on that, but we've talked about it before, which is focus in on your current database and building the lifetime value of your current database, which is something that we've talked about before. We have episodes on how we are actually doing that for our clients. And literally we, again, like you can watch that episode, follow the steps that we gave you and you can start doing that today. Start getting results today, guys. Mm -hmm. If you need help, 
reach out to us because that's the service that we provide to our clients as mm -hmm. well. So just let us know. We've had a, listeners actually do that and go through the procedure and got a really good results. Yeah, we've had people that weren't clients. They listened to the episode. They got amazing results. They reached out just letting us know what those results were. So, so you know, it's super yeah. cool. Uh, and if you currently are one of those people and you haven't reached out to us yet, make sure to reach out to us and let us know how you're doing. Yeah, uh, we'd so love we, to know. Yeah, we'd love to know. So that is it, guys. Those are your top five things that you need to do this uh, 2020 so that you guys can start seeing a, your best year yet. So, again, just to recap, number one is going to be planning ahead and setting your goals then breaking down that goal into sizable chunks mm -hmm. so that you can then reverse engineer growth uh, or kind of that whole process, right? Number two is yeah. to create content, reuse it, and repurpose it. Yes. And then number three is going to be encouraging and nurturing your current or your staff members. Yeah, or your future staff members. Right? Yes. Yeah. And number four would be working on your operations and setting those Standard operating procedures. Yes. And number five is working on a predictable acquisition model for patients and then trying to increase the lifetime value of your current patients, guys. Yeah. That is the bonus, right? No. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> I thought that was the bonus. Uh, so that's oh. number five. The bonus, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's, it goes in hand with increasing yeah. the lifetime value. But um, we, like I said before, you know, we believe that memberships are like the holy grail of oh. any business. And so we want to encourage you guys to spend time on building your membership programs. Um, really, there's nothing like having a business that is generating revenue for you on a monthly basis that is consistent, guys. Yeah. If you're always trying to find the next patient, you know, Every month is going to be very like you're going to be very stressed out because of the fact that you have a business that's essentially a leaking bucket. You know, like you have a bucket, you're filling it with water, but at the bottom, there's all these holes. Right. <laughs> you know, and so that like a membership business yeah. solves that problem because right you're basically going to build like this little cushion of, of revenue that's coming in every single month. And if you can at least cover your overhead, your basic, you know, basic monthly expenses, then everything, every other sale you make that month is all profit for the most part, right? Yeah. And you can really look at growing your business. So work on kind of formulating some membership programs and then start pushing those out to your current database as much, excuse me, as, much as possible. Yeah, that's amazing. So I... that's your bonus. <laughs> that is a great bonus, actually. I love that because, yeah, I mean, there are so many ways to create these um, membership programs in so many different services. Yeah, it you depends on the service that you, have, that you have. So it, yeah. it has to be very custom to what you're kind of doing right now. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's a amazing way to grow a business yeah. because you get people in on, you know, most people, the way they do it, say you, they, they get come in in a 12-month contract mm -hmm. um, yeah. and then... You know, there you have a client for 12 months. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So depending on where you're at in those first stages that we will talk a little bit more about in another episode. But definitely this has to be something that is within your goals, whether it's in 
a yearly goal, five years, ten years from yeah, now. Make sure, now. <laughs> yes, make sure to add that there. Start thinking about what is it that you want to do later on in the future, and write it down. So that way, you know what are the steps that you need to take, what are the things that you might need to do before to make sure you get there to that point. Because once you are there, you're golden. Yes, awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. That concludes today's episode. Again, like Billy said, uh, go. Don't forget to like it, to comment on it, to leave us a review, <laughs> share it with your friends and family. We would really appreciate it. Or other, you know, other other uh, owners, business that friends. You, yeah, business friends that you <laughs> you network with. Um, and yeah, <laughs> happy twenty twenty. We wish you guys yeah. the very best in your business, in your lives, with your families and friends. And uh, we'll see you in the next episode. All right. Catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye.